All right. I'm going to say what it is that I have to say, and it is your choice to listen or not. But I feel like I have been in crazy town recently. Like I have somehow descended into, or rather from, a world that made perfect sense to a world of Looney Tunes, to be quite frank with you. So let's begin, shall we? Welcome. Welcome to I Said What I Said and I Meant It, because, oh my God. All right, what's our conversation? What is the topic of discussion today? Boundaries. Boundaries. And you know what? Let's begin by defining a boundary, shall we? Because it seems that when I have this conversation with people in real life, I'm starting from scratch. And not to say that you don't know what a boundary is, but to say maybe that you don't know how to recognize one in the wild. So let's discuss. A boundary is when a person decides to do something that protects themselves from pain, from pretty much anything that causes a disturbance in their peace. And you see, it's important to make that differential because a boundary is not against anyone. It's for the person who's setting the boundaries own protection from them, okay? So not against them, for them. Or for themselves, to be fair. Now, let's get into the meat and bones of it. Absolutely, you're right, you're right. Let's stop getting sidetracked by definitions. What does a boundary look like in the wild, you may ask. Well, sometimes it's when a person repeatedly tells you that a behavior that bothers you or bothers them, it keeps occurring and there's no changes to be made. Now, that's not to say that I'm trying to change anyone's behavior. I am simply no longer going to be in the presence of said behavior. Like with children. It's okay if you don't want to play together anymore. If Molly keeps taking your toys, don't play with Molly. Now, I'm not out here saying that Molly needs to change or that Molly shouldn't grabbing toys. Maybe she should. But who are we to tell her that? You know what I mean? She's living her own best life, snatching toys left and right. Not our business. But you know what is our business? Our toys. And if we know that every time we go to play with Molly, she's going to snatch our toy, well, guess what? We're not really going to like Molly, and we're not going to hang out with Molly because we want to keep our toys. And we all understand that concept and principle when it comes to children. But now, as adults, when, let's say, somebody keeps crossing a boundary, and you say, hey, I really don't like it when you do that. It bothers me a lot. And then that person doesn't change. That's not their fault that they don't change. They shouldn't change, to be honest, unless they're ready to change. Or, you know, they wish to change for you to keep you around. Which is healthy, normal, natural conversation. In fact, sometimes if it's a retraining and they're showing you that they're trying to change, that's also a step in the right direction. And it's up to you to find your comfort level, right? But man, when I say that... In adult life, with adults, with our fellow big adults, big grown-up kids, when a person lays down a boundary and says, okay, like I've talked to you three times now, and nothing's changed, and 
I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not going to keep seeing you. Why do people hear it as if you have to make up, as if it's a fight that's lasting for a little bit? Why? And this is where I get into Looney Tunes because I feel like I explain this enough to people. I'm like, no, I don't really hang out with her anymore because on the situation, let's say she keeps interrupting me every time that we disagree. And for me, and I'm in control of my emotions, that's a trigger to get interrupted in my scenario, right? And I'm not expecting her to change how she talks or change her whole communication style just because of a trigger that I have. That's fair. However, because I know that I have this trigger and because I know that this person is going to keep pressing it because she has done three or four other times in our history of a friendship, why? Why would I keep going back to that when knowingly it's going to happen again and knowingly I will get upset again? Like, and the people that I tell this to, because for me this seems like a very linear thing, right? Somebody tells you to shut up, you don't like the person that tells you to shut up, therefore you don't hang out with the person that tells you to shut up. Nothing against the other person. Perhaps the other person is extremely smart, intelligent, funny, and has all of the amazing qualities that you would expect one of your friends to have. But also, they do this thing that really, like, crosses your boundary. And it sucks. Like, as a person who sets the boundary, like, it really sucks to let that person go. Every instinct in you, or rather every socialized idea in you, is telling you to go back and to play nice, to make up, apologize, and find a way to keep that person in your life. But my question is, for what? For what? I am at peace. I am, I am chilling. I am cool and I am peaceful. And I only allow people into my space who keep that peace. Not to say that I'm never wrong. Not to say that somebody else isn't right. Of course, oh my God, we're human, we're all fallible. But how you communicate that to me is a boundary for me. And so the Looney Tunes comes in when I express this linear thought. And people just have such a reaction. Everyone has an opinion. People have an opinion on who was right and who was wrong. And at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. Because it's not about who was right or who was wrong. The boundary is how you spoke to me. The boundary is that I don't want to play with you anymore because I don't like it anymore. Nothing against you, but man, they want you to play nice, make up, kiss and make up. Why? To keep each other in your, each other's lives. Why? So that I can keep this person, so I can keep going back for inevitably more pain? Cool. Why? If that works for you, that works for you. But then they say, well, you're going to end up alone. Yes. If those are all the people that I have collected in my life who will not respect my boundaries when I'm in near tears, God bless. <laughs> I love them and let them go. And I would rather get used to being alone than having to deal with this feeling that they evoke in me, this feeling of not being understood. But anyway, I digress. Boundaries. I think can be set towards anyone. And I think this is like the really big hardship that a lot of people have, right? Because 
if you love them enough, if you care for them enough, if they've been in your life a lot, it's so hard to set a boundary because of all the history. And the fact of the matter is, is it's not based on who the person is. It's based on the behaviors that they show. And that way, I think, once again, I descend into Looney Tunes, into Looney Town, because people don't understand how a relationship of six years could disappear from one day to the next. But the truth of the matter is, a boundary is set to protect the person who set it. And if that boundary has already been discussed, if it has already been explained, and that person persists in doing that behavior over and over again, how can anyone keep that person around? And I think it's the fear of what would their life be without that person that's, that's stopping a lot of people from setting the boundaries that would actually make their life worth living. And I think you want to save the friendship more than you want to protect yourself. But I think that's fear. I think that's fear. I think that's just believing that there's going to be a void of where that person was. It's the fear of pain, of losing this person that exists or has existed for a long time in your life. And listen, I get it. Growth hurts. It hurts to shed the people that you love but don't respect you enough to not hurt you. And the thing is, is it goes both ways, you know? Like, if somebody told me a boundary and I kept crossing, it's not me that they don't like. It's the pain that I keep delivering that they don't like. And it is fully within their right to remove themselves from my space. Because I am not responsible for making them feel comfortable. They are responsible for making themselves feel comfortable. And sometimes that includes withdrawing themselves from my presence just as much as it's my right. And also, I don't expect anyone else to keep the comfort, pay attention to my comfort levels. Only I am responsible for my comfort levels. Now, this sounds very absolute. But in reality, most of these conversations are non-issues. If somebody says to somebody else, hey, can you stop calling me? I don't even know what's appropriate to say, to be honest, but I hope you guys all go with me on this one for sensitive ears, yeah? Stop calling me a bitch, for example, is an easy boundary. Because, hey, I have, from my life experience, I did call, hey, bitches, walk into a room, hey, bitch, normal, normal word, normal vernacular for me. And somebody can come up to me and say, hey, it really bothers me when you say that word. Now, if we were to think that boundaries are absolutes, then that person will stop talking to me. I will continue to call. No, that's not how life works. That's not human behavior. Most of the time, it's like, yeah, man, absolutely. Sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> Make a joke out of it. Move on. And then just in the back of my mind, I'll know that that person doesn't like being called that. It causes me no extra stress to change. It causes me no extra time or to do anything. It's okay. I know that person doesn't like it. I don't really care about it. So, of course, I'll change it. I think boundaries more so and come into play when the other person is not willing to change. And I think there's so many reasons why another person or yourself are not willing to change when a boundary is set. And all of those reasons are valid, each and every single one of them. It could be something like 
they're not really aware of the behavior that they're doing that's hurting you, despite you trying to explain it. And that's a great reason, because that just means that they have more growth to do. And that's fine. Wherever they are in their journey is perfectly a-okay and perfectly fine. What's not fine is you having to put up with it. Okay? That's your choice. And if you are cool with it, God bless you. In my experience, ignoring my own boundaries just because I understand where the other person is coming from has not really served me well in the long run. But again, all a part of the journey. Trust the process. Another great reason why somebody could be ignoring your boundary, just not caring. You might set a boundary of being like, I don't want to be called a bitch. And the other person says, okay, whatever, bitch. And that, that's who they are. They showed you who they are. They're a person who does not care about your boundaries, which is hard because, again, that person could be really funny, handsome, beautiful, whatever, and they don't care about your boundaries. Now, I ask you, why would you keep someone in your life that does not care or respect your boundaries? Cartwheeling back into what I was talking about. In a healthy conversation with boundaries, a person yields. Someone yields, right? When you declare your boundary, the other person says, okay, and then changes. And then when that doesn't happen, I just call it incompatibility. Because it's blameless. And I think that's the main takeaway when it comes to boundaries. It's not against anyone. It's for your own protection. And that goes both ways. If somebody's setting a strong boundary with you, it's not against you. It's for their own protection. Okay? It's totally blameless. It's just incompatible. The way that you are hurts another person. That's okay. And if you're not willing to change, that's okay. Accept the consequences of losing that person and move on. And if you are the one setting the boundary, understand that that person is incompatible with you. Their behaviors, whether intentional or not, hurt you. And it is your responsibility to protect yourself and to keep yourself safe. And the consequence of that is that you no longer allow people in your life that hurt you. And sometimes the people that hurt you are the people that you love the most. And it really, really sucks to have to set a strong boundary with them. Believe me. But I have never in my whole life have profited emotionally or otherwise from keeping people in my life who transcend my boundaries, who just trample right on over them, and I forgive them. And then they do it again, and I forgive them, and they do it again, and I forgive them, and then I end up here where I am not in peace. I am disturbed more often than not, and grow resentful of that person, that person that I love so much, who I let trample all over my boundaries, and I still kept them there. I start to grow resentful of them. The audacity of me, huh? I am the one that chose to keep putting myself in fire. And then I grew resentful of the fire burning me. 
And here we are back in Looney Tune Town. Because for me, I feel like this is very clear, very linear. But when people witness this very active boundary laying, they have their opinions. They simply don't understand why being selfish and protecting yourself is worth more to you than keeping a relationship. And I think this is where I lose the plot because I don't understand why it's worth more to me to keep a person who keeps hurting me than to let that person go. The thing that I want you guys to take away from this is what you are responsible for. You're responsible for knowing your boundaries. You're responsible for expressing your boundaries when they are crossed by an unknowing victim, if you will. And the hardest part is that you're also responsible for dealing the consequences of when your boundaries crossed again by the same person. The consequence of people not listening to your boundaries is that they lose you. And vice versa. The consequence of you not listening to other people's boundaries is that you lose them. And it is within yourself that you have to decide where that line is. When it is worth keeping a person that hurts you. And when it is okay to follow a boundary. And when it's okay for you to stand up for yourself. And not follow the boundary. And handle the consequences that come with that choice. But anyways, I said what I said. It's true. It's wise. It's honest. And that's why I said it. And I hope it resonated with you. And I hope maybe something clicked when you listened to this. And I hope that your life is better for it. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I enjoyed spending time with you. And I will talk to you hopefully pretty soon. Have a great day. I hope you get to see at least two cute dogs. And maybe eat something super delicious. And I hope that the coffee or the tea that you have later today is amazing. Okay, I love you. Goodbye.